0: Hey, welcome back to my podcast. Um, We're doing a little repurpose today, and it is a talk that I delivered during one of our success summits that really is one of the cornerstones of all the work we do as business coaches. It's one of the ways that I've helped myself be more productive, get more stuff done, be more efficient. Um, At the end of the day, like make stuff happen and make sure that I'm focusing on the stuff that moves the needle. Um, I reflect back to the very first year Uh, Lore magazine published the top 100 agents in the country and number 100 on that list was a personal client of mine, a gal by the name of Sandy Andrew, REMAX agent uh, in Georgia, and she was stuck for years selling 125 homes a year. Now, I know as you hear that, you're like, wow, Tom, suffer, suffer 125 transactions a year. That's not what I would call suffering. Well, when you have an ambition to do 200, 250, 300 transactions because you know that's your potential, then being stuck for three years in a row is just simply that, being stuck. So she got transferred over to my schedule and I remember talking to her on the very first call. I said, so let me ask you a question. Like, do you have a schedule? What do you do? Tell me about your perfect day. And she walks me through it. And if you can imagine, it was like 4.45, I get up. 4.46, I put my shoes on. 4.47, I have a coffee. 4.48, I'm in the car. It was so intense. I said to her, have you ever thought about just chunking your time going in time blocks morning routine you know uh, generating side of your day and she's like i don't know if i can do that i said well let me ask you a different question um what are the 7 to 10 to 15 most important things you have to do in chunks to make sure that we go from 125 to 250 transactions and we spent about 45 minutes articulating each of those activities and of course then the subsequent order you know, what you do first, what you do second, what you do third, what you do fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, etc. We created this and I put it in a little Excel spreadsheet. And at the top I put Sunday. And at the very end of the week, it was Saturday. Here's seven days. And what I asked her to do was simply keep track every single day of this checklist. What did she do? What did she not do? And our goal was, could we get to 80 or 85% efficiency, where 80 to 85% of the things that we committed to do, we actually followed through on and made it happen. Well, as you can imagine, fast forward 12 months later, she didn't get the 250 transactions. She did break 200, and that was the year she was named, right? Number 100 on the Lore Magazine, now Wall Street Journal, 1000. And, And when we reflected back on it, we didn't really adjust her marketing. We didn't really adjust her listing presentation, the way she was managing herself or her assistant or her sales team. The one thing we did is we just simply created what we call the million dollar checklist. And what we know is when you follow this checklist, you're going to win. So long introduction, but this is my talk from the summit, teaching you the million dollar checklist. I hope you got your iPad out, your notepad ready to go because you're going to write this down. And my friend, you're just simply going to want to do it. Enjoy. And you know, I don't care if it's a million or a hundred thousand. What I care about is that you go better against you. That's what I care about. So the million or two million or a hundred thousand, that's entirely up to you. So I want to start the process on one big piece of paper, I want you to write down in big bold letters, what is the result you are committed to produce between the summit and December 31st? So don't write, think. What is the result I want to produce? I've been here for three days in Vegas in August. What do I want to produce? Is it an income amount? Is it a number of closed transactions? Is it a number of listings? Is it a number of appointments? If you're brand new in the business, it should just be appointments. Because appointments create contracts. You with me? If you're in a breakdown in your business and you're a veteran, it should be the number of appointments you can produce between now and the end of the year. But I want one thing that you can get super passionate about. So what is that one result you want to produce between now and the end of the year that gets you fired up, that makes you feel good, like, yeah, I wanna go for that. Like, that's gonna be the thing for me. So think about it and write it down right now. What is that one big result you're committed to produce by the end of this year? Write it down in big letters. So what's going on over here? Are you guys committed to producing a big result, yes or no? More than that half of the room. Okay. So here's the second thing. And I want this on a full page. Full page. And you're going to write 10, let's see, 11 big points. Ready? This is your daily million-dollar checklist. This is your daily million-dollar checklist. Daily million-dollar checklist. But Tom, I don't want to earn a million dollars. Follow the damn checklist anyway. (laughs) Fail miserably, make 850, call me and be angry. You ready? You ready? Okay. Number one. Number one, wake up at fill in the blank. Your daily million dollar checklist starts with what time you get up in the morning. Now I know what time you normally get up, back it up by an hour. Hey, Ooh. what time would I have to go to bed earlier? I'm dead serious. Did you guys think this was going to be easy? <laughs> no. You want to create a million dollars plus? You want to go you against you? Hey, I spent like 15 years of my life waking up at 4:45 in the morning, and then one of my buddies called me and said, "Ferry, you're soft." I'm like, "What do you mean?" He goes, "I'm turning 60, and I'm going to run marathons, and I'm going to run all the way around Big Bear Lake, California." to celebrate my 60th birthday and the only way I can do that is I got to get up earlier. Now, guess what time he told me he was going to get up. 3.19 in the morning. 3.19. And I was like, I am soft. Now here's the funny part, he didn't tell me later that his girlfriend set his clock for 3.19 to screw with him one night. And he woke up at 3.19, the alarm goes off, he jumped up out of bed, he made his pot of coffee, he did his routine, he never looked at the time. And all of a sudden he's, you know, like, you know, a pot of coffee in and it's like 3.30. (laughs) And he's like, what the heck? I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go for a run. And he just said, you know what I decided? I'm going to leave it at 3.19. And he had done that for a month before he told me. The funny thing is, guys, I said to you guys earlier, all of the money, all of the joy of life, all of the true spice, the real memories, the things you're gonna share on your deathbed are not the soft moments of your life. You're gonna talk about the hard stuff, what you persevered, you're sitting next to the people you love and you're sharing your story, you're not saying, man, my life was so easy, it was awesome, I wish you the same. No, what do we wish for the people that we really love? I need you to go through some so you can figure out what's really important in this life. This is a moment for you to start with just the first one on the list. What time are you gonna get up? Tell your neighbor. When does that start? When does that start? Tomorrow morning. Number two, you ready? Shh, number two. That was only number one and some of you are already screwed. (laughs) Number two, ready? Complete my morning routine. Complete my morning routine. Number two, million dollar daily checklist, complete my morning routine. What is your morning routine? Whatever you decide. Prayer, exercise, affirmation, sex. Whatever, whatever gets you going. Some of you are like, I'm adding that on my list. Ready? Oh, I have no idea, I'm not even looking. Ready? Number three. Ready? Get to the office by X. Get to the office by X. Get to the office by X. Office by X. All of the studies show the appointments are booked in follow up between what time and what time in the morning? 8 and 10. 8 and, 10. and then what time after that? 4. So what time do you need to be at the office if Super U is going to show up? 7:30. 7 you are saying 7:30, some of you are saying 8. Can some of you you can make follow up calls from home? Oh, yeah. I got friends that that take the, you know, the train in or the subway in from here to there. Or they get in the back of a car and they can make their follow-up calls the entire way. You know how cool is it, guys, to show up at your office and have already made 10 or 15 calls and booked a listing appointment when everybody else is just still asleep at the wheel? That is what I'm talking about. Look at the next one. you guys ready? What are you on? Number four. Number four. Review the daily hot sheets. Quickly. Know what's going on inside your market. Be informed. Be the professional. Be the one that when you talk to a prospect and they say, "What's going on in the market?" You could say, "This morning, this is what's happening, and this is what's happening right now." And you know the market cold. The market expert always wins. The person that doesn't look at the hot sheets and obsess about what's going on. And by the way, what do you do when you see the hot sheets, the new daily listings? I call my clients and tell them, I call my clients and tell them about them. What do you see when you see all those escrows that don't belong to you? What do you say? I got to get on this, but you know what it does, it reinforces in your mind, look at all this business that's happening all over the place, I got to get mine. You with me? Okay, number next on your list, 15 minutes of aggressive role playing, 15 minutes of aggressive role playing, 15 minutes. You know what I recommend, I recommend 15 minutes of just solid objection handling. Because the moment you can say to someone, well, we've got a friend of the business. I can appreciate the fact you have a friend of the business. If you were living in Naples, Florida and you had no friends in real estate, I'd assume you had no friends. But since I have you on the phone and you haven't discussed it with your friend yet, invite me over 15 minutes. What would be the best time for us to do that? Monday or Tuesday at four? Monday, great. Usually go, well, I'm not sure. I need to call my friend. Hey, pull up your friend's name for me really fast. Hold on. Hey, I see him here on Zillow. Oh, I didn't. Is your friend an egg? There's no photo there. Have you checked out their Zillow page? I mean, I'm sure you're good friends with them. You should tell them they need to clean this up. You with me? Like a little attitude goes a long way. You with me? Don't dog on them. But a little attitude, 15 minutes of aggressive role playing, 15 minutes of asking for the appointment, 15 minutes of handling the seller objections and the buyer objections that everybody gets. At a certain point, guys, look up here. There should be no objection that is given to you that, like, they throw the objection and you're like, is that all you got? Dude, I can handle that in Spanish and English. Which way you want it? You with me? But where does that come from? How do you get that swagger and that confidence? Do you get that from winging it or do you get that from practice? Which one, guys? You get it from practice. You should, I, I. I wish I had on video David Goggins back there in my son's face. My son, I'm like, hey, this is my son Steven. He's a tennis player. He trains, you know, five, six hours a day, and he's really into it. And I'm like, David, do you want to ask him, or, you know, Steven, ask him any question you want. And he said, I just feel like, you know, like um, I work like five, six hours a day, and then I get tired, and then I just want to play video games and eat pizza. And he was like, metaphorically, right? And David just goes, at him for like 15 minutes and I mean like one-on-one ah and he's like you're gonna fail you're gonna fail you're gonna fail but you practice man no more video games no more pizza get that shit out of your life get all of your tennis enemies in front of your face get quite 15 minutes of that my son's like this but he said It's not that you do it for five or six hours a day. It's how you practice. It's how you practice. It's not you grabbing the sales head script, reading it four times like a little lollygagger. It's you like, okay, I'm going on a $10 million appointment. This matters. They're gonna say to me, have you sold any $10 million houses before? How do you handle that moment? Have you sold any homes in my neighborhood? I just talked to some other agent. They said they do it for 1% commission. Will you match? In that moment, do you go, bring it? Or do you go, well, if I, if I give it to you for 1%, will you give me the listing now? Is that your objection handler? Do me a favor, look at your buddy and say, 15 minutes a day of aggressive practice. Now, if you want to take the word aggressive out, just add it, 30 minutes. Because you do 15 minutes of like, and, and aggressive is different from you to me. Do you know what I mean? For me, I would just be like, throw me every objection you've got and I'm just going to be like slicing and dicing and attacking and what the, right? Like, that's how I like to do it. And I use humor, I use pattern interrupt. They're like, I've got a friend in the business. I'm like, are you wearing underwear? They're like, what? Exactly. So what time would be better for you? Monday or Tuesday at four. I just, I throw all that stuff out there Because I practiced so hard for so long that all of a sudden now just weird, funny, effective stuff just comes out. Make sense? So tell your buddy, are you gonna start aggressive practice or lame practice? Now, you ready? What are we on? Six. Write down hour of power plus follow up, book appointments. Hour of power, plus my follow-ups, book appointments. Now you can order that however you want. Maybe you go follow-up first and then you do your hour of power. But we're going to get that out of the way right away. But are we just going to make phone calls? Are we just going to call our database and check in? Or do we have an intention for the calls that we're making? What is the intention? I, I can't hear you. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm a lean, mean, appointment-setting machine. I'm a lean, mean, appointment-setting machine. I love you. That was awesome. What's your name? Shelly. 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 She was like this. I could just, Shelly, I bet normally you're like that. And all of a sudden she went, I'm a lean, mean, appointment-setting machine. That's the Shelly I want to have show up. She said, excellent. All right, you ready? So I do my hour of power, I do my follow-up, and I book a... What's the very next thing that I do? I track my numbers. You do not finish without tracking your numbers. You'll see that some of us, were tracking while we're going. But you can finish and say, okay, I dialed the phone 23 times. I talked to eight people. I got one lead. I got one appointment. Everything is tracked and measured. Make sense? Does that make sense? Yes. Who can remember how many leads you need to add 100 deals and make a million dollars? How many leads? Yeah. So you might want to start figuring out, and of course if your sales price is different, adjust accordingly. But 2,000 leads a month. You can buy them. They can show up at open houses. You can meet them at Starbucks. They can be your past clients in Sphere. They can be in Expired. They can be from anywhere. 2,000 a month, but Tom, my average sales price is 20,000. Awesome, you need 1,000 leads for the year, that's it. But it's just math, guys, it's just math. There's no rocket science in this. You talk to enough people that are in your sphere and others and someone's going to say yes. How many of you know someone that you you literally swear to yourself, how in the world does that person ever sell a house? (laughs) Do you guys know someone like that? Listen, they got lucky, you're gonna be by design. They got lucky, you're gonna be by design. Number seven, you ready? Number eight, as I said, number eight. This is what happens when you go ABC instead of numbers. Write down, check in on your pendings and escrows. Slash, meet with my assistant slash meet with my assistant. So it's a quick daily huddle. I've made my calls, i booked an appointment, could you please send this person that, please follow up on this. Now, where are we at? What's going on with our listings, what's going on with our escrows, you know, our pending sales, really quick, 15 minutes, are there any breakage going on in the experience economy of my business? How many of you really got that point from Greg Schwartz this week? That was a game changer for a lot of you, that the industry and the consumers are so fed up with the stupidity of real estate transactions. Guys, who has bought a car recently? Raise your hands. I leased a Tesla, at, no, yeah, I leased this last Tesla. I went online, told them what I wanted, hit enter, and I was done. I show up to Tesla. The car is there. I signed a couple of pieces of paper. I said to them, I'm really busy. I only have a few minutes. They said, we want to show you the car. I said, I don't care. I have Google. I have, you know, YouTube. I can figure it all out. Paperwork done. Boom. Right? $100,000 car in seven minutes online and another three or four minutes at the dealership. Hand me the keys. Thanks. I'm out. Is that how real estate transactions work? But could you create a more beautiful experience? If you're meeting with your assistant every day, you're getting ahead of the problems. You're getting ahead of the things. Hey, we're two weeks out from inspection. Where are we? Why don't we get over there first. Let's call the people we need to call. Let's get them proactively going out and making sure that this stuff gets handled before the problem arises. Experience economy. What number are you guys on? You ready? Two social media posts per day, minimum. Two social media posts per day, minimum. 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 Who would like to 3X their traffic to their website? I'm gonna say it to you again because you obviously didn't hear me. Who would like to get three times the amount of people to go to your website? Raise your hands really high. Okay, write this in your notes. relola.com, all you have to do is preview property and do two posts, two posts the day you preview homes. Two posts the day you preview property. Two posts, two posts on the Relola app. You take the photo, you write something about it, you hit enter, it goes, right to your Facebook business page, it goes right to your other social channels and it goes right to your website. And because as Google says, it is daily hyper-local content, it goes through the roof. I talked to Heather last night, like Heather, how's it going? Give me an update, she's the CEO. She said, Tom, I have real estate brokerages that now have agents that never sell any houses and they're doing this and they're all getting three times back to their page. I said, what about the best agents? She said, the best agents will post two or three times a week this kind of content, photos of houses, interesting things in the community and then allow the application to do what it does which is put all that Google juice into traffic for your business. Turn to your buddy and say, don't just post, create engagement. Right, so like you heard from Kyle Whistle, it's about video, it's about local things happening in your community, but what does everybody wanna see? Real estate on your pages, Rolola, killer at it. What are we on, number 10? You on 10? Okay, you ready? This is, where, this is your, what, what is this checklist called? Okay, say it to me again. Okay, this is your million dollar daily checklist. You're gonna be shocked by this one. Go on an appointment. Go on an appointment. Every day, every day, every day. You take on a discipline like every day, my only job, I am in this business to help buyers buy and sellers sell, that's it. And the only way I do that is I get face to face, belly to belly, knee to knee, and I have a conversation with somebody that's interested in doing that. Turn to your buddy and say, one appointment a day. Now, I am not talking about, in case you're wondering, a showing appointment with the same buyer that has already looked at 36 days of real estate with you. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about new opportunities. Does that make sense? Now, what if you go three or four days without hitting that one but you do everything else on the list? Think about it. You do everything else on that list and you miss that one two or three days. Do you think there's a pretty good chance the momentum and snowball effect that you're going to be creating is all of a sudden you're going to be like this, I have so many appointments I have no more time to do anything else on the list. Who would like that problem? Say I. Who wants to wake up? Like, let's talk about like really best day ever. You wake up, you exercise, you do your morning routine, you do your prayer, you do all the things that make you feel great, and then your first listening appointment is at nine. Your second one's at eleven. You take both, then you go to lunch really quick. Then you call your assistant and say, "I need like a five-hour energy drink or something because I got a two o'clock, four o'clock, and six o'clock." Would that not be an awesome day? Yes or no? Show your neighbor right now on fingers the most listing appointments you've ever been on in a day. The most you've ever been on in a day. How many? Five, how many? Five, four, how many? Three, that's rock star, man. Now, are you gonna get the appointments if you don't follow the million dollar checklist? You're not gonna go on two or three a day. Here's the last one, you ready? Afternoon follow-up session. Afternoon follow-up session. Afternoon follow-up session. Afternoon follow-up session. Now this is the daily stuff. This is the daily stuff. So I want you to do me a favor. How many scheduled days off do you have between now and the end of the year? Right, Sundays, we got August, two more weeks, that's two Sundays. And then you got four months, so that's at least four times four. Right? We can figure out pretty quick that's only 12 plus the two. You got 14 scheduled days off. But what, you're not going to take Hanukkah, Christmas, Thanksgiving, and none of that stuff? So let's play a game. How many days, somebody grab their, their uh, calendar. Tell me how many days we have left between now and the end of the year. How many? 140. 140, thank you very much. So let's write down 140 on that checklist. 140 days. Then I want you to minus out right now. You ready? Minus out how much time for my Canadian peeps? October, Thanksgiving, for the US peeps, right? Thanksgiving, for my Aussies. You're coming into the beautiful time of the year. What is your scheduled time off? Vacation days, holidays? Are you gonna take 30 days off? 40 days off? Keep it real. What if you took 40 days off and we just had an even 100? Who's up for that? Can we swallow that? An even 100? You got 40 days off between now and the end of the year. You take them whatever you want. But you have 100 days, William, where it's game on. Game on. Say again. Level Level 10, baby. Level 10. So tell your neighbor right now. What do you hallucinate to be true? If you follow that schedule 100 days between now and the end of the year, what are you going to be saying to yourself on December 31st when people say, Happy New Year's, what are you grateful for? Think about it and I want you to tell your neighbor 100 days between now and the end of the year, and you check, 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 check as many of those things as you can, every day, every day, every day, you check, 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 every day, every day, and it's up and visual in your office, check, 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 every day. You tell your neighbor, what are you gonna be saying to the people you love about what you're grateful for and what you accomplished? Tell your neighbor right now, go. Now, do me a favor and sign that page. Sign that page. And then take a photo of it and send it to yourself. And all of you that have a coach, send it to your coach right now. Take a photo of that. Take a photo of that and send it to yourself. Now you ready? Did you sign that? Did you send it to yourself? Did you take a photo? And then let's start on the weekly million dollar checklist. Weekly million dollar checklist. This should be a whole new page. The weekly million dollar checklist. You ready? No order, no numbers. For me they're just boxes. You ready? First one on my list. Weekly team training. Weekly team training. Every week we're doing a training. Every week We're practicing our our listing presentation, our buyer presentation, how to write effective offers, how to write offers against multiple other offers being written. Every week, every week, every week, every week. Practicing how to negotiate through deals that are falling apart. Every week, every week, every week. Every week, a new training that builds upon itself every week. Now, are there any resources available for you there? I know at least on Tuesdays, one Tom Ferry show hits your desk. But there's a, what, 48 bazillion videos available on YouTube? You type in whatever you want. You're going to find what you need, my friends. Resources are not the issue. It's having it in your schedule. That's the issue. Number two on my list, you ready? A powerful team meeting. A powerful, well-prepared, with outcomes, team meeting. Now you ready, slash reviewing the KPIs. So we're not just meeting, hey, how's it going? Let's have lunch. We're meeting to say, we're looking at our board, we're looking at all of our KPIs, we're looking at everybody's responsibilities and as the leader, who is the leader of the team? You're like, hey, Let's go with Martha. Martha, it says here you got to make eight calls a day. I noticed that three of the days you didn't put the numbers up. Tell us what's up. Martha, do you understand that if you don't make the calls, the entire team suffers? Would you like to explain, Martha, yes, there you are, why you are committed to have the entire team suffer. You know what that's called, my friends? Leadership. I'm not saying that like a jerk, Martha told me what we're committed to, she gave us the plan, I'm holding her accountable. Does that make sense? Let me tell you what happens after one or two of those things where you miss, you start doing the work or you start lying about the numbers. And if they lie about the numbers, how fast do we know that? Why, you're doing the calls every day and you've set no appointments, have no leads, no prospects, no, no listings, no sales. Martha, you've got an integrity issue, adios. Powerful weekly meeting, you ready? Next one. Next one, once a week, you must work on, let's just call it project time. Project time is all the ideas that you came out of this conference with, everything that you committed to, all the things that you're learning and studying, if you don't carve out time to work on the projects, when do you work on the projects? No, let me tell you when, between 8 and 10 and 4 and 6. That's when you do it. You're like, oh, I'll get to the follow-up later, I'll call that lead later. Right now I've got to work on my listing presentation or I've got to build this system or, you know, really understand this CRM that we're trying to implement. So you're scheduling that. Next one, ready? Seller follow-up. Every week, seller follow-up. A call once a week to check in proactively. I know they're texting and calling you 37 times in between. But once a week, what are we doing? Hey, I want to give you an update, this is how many homes are on the market, this is what's happening with the competition, as I mentioned to you, do you guys know the script of, uh, from Steve Harney, he shared this beautiful script, I want you to write it in your notes, you ready? How many of you have a listing right now that is active, as in it's not pending? Who's got a listing right now that is active, not pending? So listen very carefully. Steve Harney would say about every one of those, if it's not compelling, it's not selling. If it's, not com- if it's not compelling, it's not selling. But you told me that you know, that my house is amazing and, and you know, you're doing all this marketing. Maybe you should increase your marketing. All the marketing in the world doesn't sell a non-compelling house. All the marketing in the world does not sell a non-compelling house. Here's the options. This is what we need to look at. How are we going to make your property more compelling? Paint it up get rid of the furniture, do something new, scrape the front yard, take it off the market for 30 days, fix it up, or guess what? Lower the price to make it the most compelling property on the marketplace and you're gonna move. At the end of the day, guys, it's about making properties compelling. You know the game. Next one on the list, you ready? Organize my open houses for the weekend. That's on my weekly million dollar checklist. If you're doing really good mega open houses, that takes time. You got to schedule it out. What food, what are we going to do? How are we going to make this one better than the last one? What should we do differently knowing the customers, knowing the buyer, the avatar of the customer that would be in this, you know, coming to this program, this, this open house. You really got to think it through and give yourself the time. Next one, you ready? You have to manage to the marketing plan. You have to manage to the marketing plan. Now what does that mean, right? Fit how many people on your team now? Seven, is there somebody in charge of marketing? Yeah, so we got a temporary person in charge of marketing. So here's the deal. That means that Vic is in charge of marketing. So if Vic doesn't carve out in his schedule every week, hey Lori, this is our marketing plan. These are the things that need to happen. If you're not putting that into your checklist, What happens is we do marketing out of emotion. And when you start doing marketing out of emotion, you start sending out postcards that don't work, emails that weren't thoughtful, you stop thinking about your customer, their pain points and how you solve them. But if I'm working 90 minutes every week, let's think about our campaigns, let's think about what's coming up in 30, 60, 90 days, let's think about what's happening in the market, how do we wanna alter the messaging? When you have that time, then you're on point with the avatar of your customer. By the way, side note, Do you remember that conversation, avataring your customer? Meaning every time you think about a marketing piece for Betty the buyer, that you're really thinking about Betty the buyer and you're thinking about her emotions, her challenges, what she's facing, what her frustrations are and Sam the seller and Randy the renter and if you don't have those avatars up, my, my hallucination is we have them in our office. We know exactly who we're going after. And we think about that guy, that gal, that team, that individual, that new agent, that broker, and then you market and craft your message to that. Look at the next one, you ready? Hey, it's Tom. Go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now let's get back to the show. Do one to two live videos on Facebook every week. One to two live Facebook videos every week. One to two live Facebook videos every week. How many of you have done one since you've been here? Just give me a a yes if you've done one. How many of you did something like? Hey, I'm in Las Vegas with 5,000 other rock star agents from around the world and we're, we're really working together collectively to help our buyers buy more effectively. To help ourselves, you know, something about why you're here that is a benefit to them. Who's done something like that? Did your friends go, screw you? You got a referral. Thank you very much. That's what happens. That's what happens. Hey, guys, who's watched at least one Tom Ferry show? At least one. You all better raise your hand, otherwise I'm gonna like punch myself in the head. Listen, when I started my, my YouTube channel in 2007, I was a flip video camera holding it by myself, just getting on there and sharing. Then I got advanced, and I'd put the flip video camera on books, and I'd reach across. Hey, everybody, welcome to Tom Ferry Life by Design, your place online for ideas, inspiration, how to stay in the right action. Today I want to talk over and over and over and over. Today. Just on the Tom Ferry Show, we're talking like 5.5 million views, which is nothing compared to like Christoph Chu one video helicopter over Beverly Hills, but in my world, that's a dominant number. And today, people call us all the time and say, hey, could you come to our office and do episode 114? I have no idea what they're talking about. But they've watched it so many times. I become the expert online because I was willing to do the work. And it wasn't hours and hours. It was like 15 minutes every single week it was taking the time every day now write this in your notes you ready and i can't think of any of the of the apps but there is three apps we're using one and maybe richard will tell me on my team that now instead of just going facebook we do simulcast ready facebook youtube see facebook youtube and twitter all at the same time all three if you google that shit the three apps will show up how do I do multiple channel video live all at the same time? It's gonna cost you like $9 a month. But you know what? I got a brand on YouTube, I got a brand on Twitter, I got a brand on Facebook instantaneously for all my rock stars, Eileen, I shoot one show, boom, I hit them all and then we cut it up and do little quote cards and you know, do some stuff on Instagram and take little snippets. Every week, every week, every week, every week. Next one on your list, you ready? Preview property, know your market. Every week. Preview property, every week, know your market. Tom, was the name of that program? What's the name of that program? It's, yeah, there's no name, I can't think of the name of it. Richard and Yada on my team. Richard, yeah, GTS, thank you, Google that shit. Richard will find it for us. Next one, ready? Let's go through four really fast. Book and attend X appointments. 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 appointments. That's going to be on my weekly list. List X properties. That's going to be on my list. Book X number of properties. Next one. Open X or Y escrows, pending sales, whatever you guys want to call them. And on a weekly basis, open X number of escrows, sales, and last one, close X number of sales. Now, we all know the leading and lagging indicator of time and how that, it's like you go, no closings, no closings, no closings, five in a week. Who's ever experienced that before? Right? Nothing, nothing, nothing. You're wealthy. And then you're like, I have nothing in escrow. Work, 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 work. Get a bunch of stuff going. Take a little breather. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Lots of money. Who has been there before? Say I. Who would like to get out of the roller coaster? Okay, look at your buddy and say, follow the daily and weekly checklist. That's how you get out of the roller coaster. That's how we stopped it. Do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing, do the thing. I don't want to do the thing, do it anyway. Ready? Last one on that list. Last one on that list. Weekly mastermind, weekly coaching, weekly inspiration. Every week, every week, every week, every week, every week. Right? 5:30 AM East Coast call. That could be on your daily list for a bunch of you. I love that you guys are doing that. The West Coast peeps need to step it up. The Midwest, the Europeans, my Aussies and New Zealanders, all my Mexico peeps, all my Canadian peeps. We need to figure this out. That extra edge of inspiration. So now stop for a second, and I want you to add what are the five things for your business that I missed on your weekly list. What are the five things I missed? on your weekly checklist to make a million dollars a year. What are the five things I missed, Adam, right now? What are the five things I missed? All right, let's do the monthly list and then we're done. Monthly list and we're done with the checklist. Monthly list, you ready? We're not done done, but we're done with the monthly checklist. There's only five things for me on the monthly checklist. Only five things. Only five things, you ready? Number 1 review the prior month's P&L. Review the prior month's P&L every month. Know your money, know your expenses, know exactly what's going on, no guessing. It's a discipline. Are we cash flow positive, Greg? Are we winning or are we losing? Where are we overspending? Where are we not spending enough? Every month. Now for some of you that means get a P&L and if you're like, what's a PL? That's a profit and loss for last month's cost versus revenue in. Right? How much money do we spend in the business? How much revenue do we bring in? That's my profit and loss. The goal is to have way more profit than loss. And the only way that happens is you look at it every single month. Ready? Number two face to face individual meetings with your team. Face-to-face individual meetings with your team. Face-to-face individual meetings with your team. Face-to-face individual meetings with your team. Now what do you do there? How you doing? What's going on? Are you still motivated? Do you need some motivation? Do we need to try and get you back on track? Hey, you weren't at the summit. Watch this David Goggins video like 38 times and then come back to me. Hey, the easiest way to like bypass all that motivational crap is just to do your job. So why don't you every day, let's you and I for the next week, call each other at 5 a.m. and say, get out of bed and meet at the office at 7.30, no excuses. Let's just see if we can do it for a week. That's you with every one of the people on your team, helping them become great. Number three, you ready? Partnership meetings. Partnership meetings. Partnership meetings. Partnership meetings partnership meetings. What does that mean? Your manager, your lender, your title rep, your coach, your manager, your title rep, your lender, your coach, the office transaction coordinator. All the people that impact your business you need to be meeting with them once a month. How are we doing? What can I do better? Where can I improve? This is where I think our services can improve. And you start helping your partners meet every single month and you create that cadence of accountability. Ready? Next one on my list, number, th- number four. Every month, set the next two to three month forecast. Every month you want to forecast out the next two to three months. Every month you want to forecast the next two to three months. So it means every month you're like, okay, this is where we're at. How do we get ahead? Hey, we're ahead. How do we stay ahead? Hey, we're behind. What are we going to do? So every month you've got a discipline of reforecasting. And then the last one. Review all marketing results and look for adjustments. All marketing results and look for adjustments. So we got people, we got marketing, we got partners, we got reforecast, All of that, every month, every month, every month, every month. Now, does that feel overwhelming? Give me some feedback, is that overwhelming? Yes. If you said yes, right, or no, and I respect that. If you said yes, that feels overwhelming, who would like to make it less overwhelming? Ready? How many of you know you're more of an artist type? You know what I mean? Like remember we talked about artists, they're excited, they love people, they, they buy things and never use them, right? Every day is exciting. And they have extreme highs, Phil, and extreme lows. They're rich and they're near depression all the time, right? They're not organized people by, by nature. It's not their DNA. How many of you are an artist? Raise your hands really high. So here's what you do. You take all these boards and you make them pretty in your office. You with me? You make them all pretty with like colors and flair and excitement. And you don't do checks. You do like smiley faces. You with me on this? You just play to your style. How many of you are super organized and militant about the way you operate your life? Raise your hands really high. You will have Google Docs, Excel spreadsheets and you will have those big boards up or maybe it will be on your computer screen that's up on the wall and it's showing it in real time on display. But what we know is this, guys. You take all these tools, if you don't begin to track and measure the stuff that matters most, it's not worth it. This is what it's about. This is the whole thing right here. So I want you to do me a favor and I want you to tell your buddy, listen carefully. What do you need to let go of in order to do this for just a 100 days between now and the end of the year. What do you need to let go of? What old story, what old belief, what old attitude do you need to say, look, I've been a crybaby my entire life but just for the next 100 days I'm going super me and I got to let that go. Tell your buddy right now, what do you need to like just let go of? No more. I'm going for it for 100 days. Me against me to see if I can prove to myself how, how amazing I really am. Tell your buddy right now, what do you need to let go of? Go. So I'm curious. Somebody tell me, what do you need to let go of? Not tracking. Got to let go of not tracking. Alcohol. Hold on, John. I'm looking for one of my buddies in the room who's now 283 days sober. Lisa Doyle, where is he? Where is he? Hey, man, do me a favor. Look to that camera over there and tell him who you are.
1: Uh, my name is Patrick Schweer, real estate agent in Newport Beach on Vialedo. Live in Huntington Beach uh, and uh, grew up in South Bay down there.
0: Yeah. Tell them them about our meeting really quick because you're really telling John, but it'd be good for everybody.
1: Um, Well, I've had a drinking problem for a while, uh, I do go to AA meetings, Uh, there's a lot of people there who drink one and a half liters a day, and so I was not to that level, but I was enough to where I'd drink and then I would be hungover for three days in a row, so it's hard to work and sell real estate seven days a week when you're hungover four days a week. and you know, Lisa Doyle has been coaching me. Lisa, I love you for three years now, and I've been interested now for three years. And finally, she said, "Well, why don't you go see Tom?" And they like, and so I go to see Tom. And literally, I'd partied Friday. This is Monday, and I'm still throwing up. And I'm throwing up in the parking lot before I meet Tom. And it was raining. It was raining the day before, or the day I went to go see him. And I. It was in my head, I was like, I'm not, I was like, so close to turning around and just going back home. And I was like, it was everything I could do just to get there. Got out of the car, dry heaved, showed up to your office, waited. They put me on, they put me in a, they made me wait because you were shooting a video and I'm sitting there sweating. And there's like this whiteboard that says, you can be whatever you want. And I'm just sitting there going, where's the toilet? Uh, And I was funny and it's not funny, but it's like, and so finally he brought me in and he's just kind of, he's like, let's talk, let's be honest, you know, I'll be honest with you, You be honest with me, do you have a problem, or actually it didn't even start that way, just give me give me your family history, or not family history, but where are you at, why are you at, and then I'm like, look, I just want to find out how to sell properties, uh, and he's like, well, let's talk about that, what do you do on a daily basis, and then yeah, I think within five minutes, he's already, you know, he's like, you look like shit, um, and, you you know, guys know
0: what, an, what a, like somebody that's completely hungover looks like? Who does that every week, two to three times a week to themselves? He walked in, fat, bloated, sweating. I'm like, bro, you're sweating and my office is like 62 degrees. And you're not even moving and you're sweating. It was disgusting.
1: I'm just feeling sick three days a week. Uh, and so we basically talked. He called me out called me an alcoholic. He told me that blackouts are not for normal people. I would agree. Um, I'd blacked out twice a week before. Uh, Still didn't think I had a problem. And after, actually, we did. We did an exercise where he had me write down what it is I wanted to basically make improvements for. And I was first, I didn't even understand what he was saying because I couldn't think straight. Uh, And I'm writing, you know, like, well, I want to work out. I want to do this. And there was like 20 items. Whole bunch of bullshit, basically yeah and I think on number 18 was was maybe cut out some drinking, you know and you know, and, that, you know, and he you know, he called me out, so he was the whole time I'm writing, he was writing down basically what I'd told him you know about a lot of stuff, and uh, uh, he, he basically made me accountable. I think my biggest problem is, you know, I'm single, no kids uh, And just, you know, it's easy to sit and watch TV and drink. I thought I was addicted to TV. And I'm thinking I'm addicted to the drinking that I was doing during the TV and then watching TV till three in the morning and getting up at noon. Um, So he was writing down a list of things that I should need to do to improve myself, right? It It was like actually me making commitments of who I wanted to be and where I was lacking in my life. Uh, and there were, what, seven? Or, actually I actually have it on my phone. But there's seven or eight items that we kind of talked about that I need where I needed to go. Uh, you know, I, I basically told him I felt dead inside. Uh, you know, I want to improve a lot in many, many facets of where I need to be. Dude,
0: shut up! You had a loveless life. Yeah. You had no spirituality. you were a fucking wreck. Yeah. You weren't making any money. Right. You had pissed off most of the people that you knew. Right. And I wrote yeah. him a post that he had to put on Facebook that basically said, if you're my friend, listen up. I've been an alcoholic since I was 16 years old. I'm sitting here today as a loveless man who has no hope and it just told his entire story. And he was like, you want me to put that on my Facebook page? What do you think I said? What
1: happened? Uh, I went home, and the whole time I'm driving home, I'm thinking I'm not an alcoholic still, by the way. Uh, and then, but then, you know, he said something about you managing your life. Are you managing your life? I wasn't. So by the time I got home, I'm like, you know, maybe I'm an alcoholic. So I did go onto Facebook at 11 o'clock that night. Actually, I took the one bottle of wine I had and gave it to my neighbors. Uh, then I posted pretty much verbatim what you'd said. And you know, I'm like, uh, I don't want to send this, but I hit hit the send button, um, and I'm like, uh, I just I just sent this thing out to I have eight nine hundred people on my Facebook account, um, and I'm like, uh and then all of a sudden my roommate says, what did you just do? I uh, got a roommate who's also my real estate manager, um, and she's like, what are you thinking? She's like, people are gonna read that, and I'm like, well. Uh, it's too late at this point. Uh, and so, but over the next week I got 300 replies, you know, people saying, dude, you can do this, you can you can start moving ahead, and actually he turned me on to a guy named Johnny Bloom as well after we met, that I went home, and still I wasn't going to meet this guy, but I went and meet, meet, met him at a church, who is an AA guy, and he's he's kind of been my backbone a little bit for a while. Uh, just following me up, 75-year-old dude. big. Bright smile, he's been sober for 27 years, super cool guy uh, and it's kind of, there's just no bullshit. If essentially you have to do what they're saying, it's like give up all the shit you have in your head and just do what you want to do but you better know what you want to do. Um, I didn't know what I want to do and still it's been hard to focus and get my shit together. Um, you know, I've got, last year I did four transactions which totally sucks. Uh, I've done 10 so far, and still I'm not even close to where I need to be. Um, But
0: Patrick, how many days sober
1: are you now? Uh, Actually, it's eight months and three days. So 243. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you.
0: So, buddy, I'm asking all these people in this room and on the live cast to step up their game and make a commitment to themselves, to do something for themselves
1: that would cause them to be extraordinary. Got any advice? I would, man, let, just let go of all this, sh- let go whatever's in your head. I have so many family problems that would let me, I would just wrap myself, I mean, figure out what you want. You gotta have that desire for what you want and just hammer it, let go, be organized. That's what kills me, not being organized. But and then. I mean, you can achieve anything you want to do. I mean, all of a sudden, I'm figuring this is really not that difficult. But prior to my fogginess, I mean, man, everything is really difficult, and I was a giant stress ball. So you can accomplish anything you want. You just need to learn how to – if there's something that's taking you away from what you should be doing, you better figure it out fast. It's family or whatever, or alcohol or drugs or I don't know. Uh, but you got to just, just – you can accomplish anything you want. This is not difficult, but you gotta have your you have you gotta know, you gotta do the steps. And you gotta network with people because people, it's amazing how friendly people are when you actually go out and just reach out and talk to them. yeah, uh, you, know, you gotta follow up. You gotta you gotta follow up for yourself and you just gotta find goals that you that you can work to.
0: Can we give Patrick a big round of applause? <laughs> Hey, so there you have it, the million dollar checklist. Now the question is, what are you going to do? Let's not have this just be another podcast where you're at the gym or driving around, listening to me in the morning and, you know, getting your little, uh, you know, fairy juice on, if you will. But instead, I really challenge you, get out a checklist, do it on a yellow notepad, do it inside Microsoft Excel, Google spreadsheet. I don't care. But my friend, listen to me, do it do it for the next 90 days and then reflect back and look at what happens at the end of the day we all got the same 24 hours in the day and in this business there's a lot of energy sucking time sucking vampires if you don't focus on what moves the needle and what matters most to you during the business day something is going to distract you this checklist is designed for you to have a highly productive highly efficient highly profitable real estate business go make it happen, my friend. Start. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again, and talk to you soon.